Welcome to VDARE Radio. I'm your host, Virginia Dare. When observing the American right today, one notices a basic divide. There are those who believe that America is an idea that is universal to all people. And there are those who believe that America is a nation with a government that has a primary duty to, as the Constitution puts it, ourselves and our posterity. Jay Nordlinger of National Review is one of those people who believes in the former idea. As far as I can tell, in his conception, America is simply a landmass and a set of institutions that can assimilate any number of people from anywhere. No matter who we admit, we'll turn out Americans the Founding Fathers would have recognized. Thus, we get Nordlinger's latest piece of pro-refugee propaganda. Quote, The world is now facing the worst refugee crisis since the end of World War II, and the United States is admitting the fewest refugees in 40 years. I have a great deal to say about this. This question goes to what we think of America, its purposes, its nature, its reason for being. But I will confine myself to a few thoughts and a few links. A concern for refugees used to be a part of the conservative makeup. It was certainly that way when I joined up with conservatism long ago. End quote. Of course, why is the world facing this refugee crisis? What ostensibly sparked it was the overthrow of the Gaddafi regime in Libya, a regime change supported by, you guessed it, National Review. From an article by the editors in 2011, quote, Our first interest in Libya is seeing Gaddafi gone, end quote. It was the Gaddafi regime that was preventing a huge migration from Africa over the Mediterranean, but Conservatism Inc. decided he needed to go. The other thing that created the refugee crisis was the Syrian civil war, and aid to the opponents of Bashar al-Assad's regime was supported by, you guessed it, National Review. Quote, We have long advocated aiding the relatively moderate Syrian opposition and thought it was a mistake to abandon Syria to the Sunni extremists on the one hand and the Iranian-backed killers around Assad on the other without attempting to create a cohesive fighting force more favorable to our interests. End quote. I can't think of anything more favorable to our interests than avoiding a wave of mass immigration. Yet leave that aside for a moment. Is America supposed to be home for our people, or simply a boarding house for unlimited refugees? What about Americans? You know, the people who were born here and really don't have anywhere else to go. Sometimes you hear the illegal immigrant lobby telling us to, quote, go back to Europe, end quote, but even that won't be an option much longer unless you want to convert to Islam. After all, as Steve Saylor pointed out, tens of millions of Americans are already de facto internal refugees as the major cities became dangerous in the 1960s and 1970s, and there are fewer and fewer places to go. Mr. Nordlinger is also deeply dishonest, mocking the idea that Europeans have legitimate concerns about being overwhelmed by migrants. He specifically targets Viktor Orban, the leading patriotic European head of state, for not participating in a George Soros program for transporting refugees into Hungary. 55, sneers Nordlinger. Just 55 people who need a new chance at life can't have that not in a Christian nation like Orbanland. No, we can't. After all, it won't stop at 55, and we all know Europe isn't facing a few photogenic refugees, but nation-crushing, civilization-destroying wave of mass immigration. 
As Andrew McCarthy wrote in National Review itself last year, quote, It was a careful choice of words, Bernard Lewis being nothing if not careful. In 2004, the West audibly gasped when its preeminent scholar of Islam famously told the German newspaper Die Welt, quote, Europe will be Islamic by the end of the century, end quote, if not sooner. Listen carefully. He did not say that Muslims will be a majority population in what is still recognizably Europe. No, Professor Lewis said, quote, Europe will be Islamic, end quote. Does Nordlinger care? Does he notice? Or is it true conservatism to cheer on the eradication of Western civilization because you want to indulge in schmaltz? We simply don't have the time to indulge this refusal to think anymore, and we don't have the luxury of tolerating cowardice. Our country should not be sacrificed so people like Mr. Nordlinger can engage in this kind of mushy-headed fantasizing that conservatives used to associate with the worst kind of champagne socialism. This is a time for action, and it is a time to fight. Besides, if you really need to let in some refugees who are facing government oppression and want a new chance at life, what about the Afrikaners? I'm Virginia Dare, and we'll talk again soon.